Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. This is my top five Christmas movies from the 90s. I am one of many, I, one of many people. I am somebody who grew up in the 90s. I was born in 1980, so the 90s uh, consisted of the years 10 years old to 20 for me. So my years of becoming an adult, coming out of childhood into adulthood, that was me in the 90s. Uh, so I am in many ways a 90s kid, and there are some great Christmas movies that came out that decade and I don't do enough of ranking movies in a specific subgenre uh you know I've been doing I've done a lot of ranking of doc of uh directors of uh actors of franchises uh, but not in a lot of the subgenre, and this—I mean, obviously, '90s Christmas movies—you you consider it a subgenre. It's definitely a smaller category of specific movies, right? Christmas movies that were released from 1990 to uh, the year 2000 and uh, or '99, and uh, it was one interesting to see. I watched probably like 20 Christmas movies, right? There was a few that weren't available. At the end of this list, I'll talk about the movies that did not make the list. Um, but, I, you know, I checked a bunch of lists that recommended 90s Christmas movies. I did my research to find and populate a list of movies for myself to watch. Uh, I've been super uh, diligent of staying well ahead of my movie watching for each week's episode of Top 5 in order to make time for when there are a plethora of movies that I want to get through, which this list uh, was that, very many movies. And it's December, so it's great time to watch Christmas movies in general uh, and uh, a great excuse to go back and watch a bunch of movies that I may not have seen as long as well as some classics. And I was surprised to see that there's some movies that I expected to see on this list uh, that were actually came out in the 80s. So I was deciding if I should do the 80s or the 90s. And I thought I'll do the 90s this year. Maybe next year I'll do the 80s. But I, it was fun to uh, look up and see all the movies and uh, see how many movies that I just either have never seen or haven't seen in a long time and uh, just watch the 90s. I mean, the 90s, a very specific decade. There's a very specific style of the 90s, not only with with uh, movies, but also fashion, music, a lot of 90s elements. It was uh, a time in human history where the Internet was in transition to being a thing. You know, people starting to use the Internet, cell phones and pagers kind of starting to be a thing that most people used. Like it's a very unique time in human history. And uh, it was fun to watch the Christmas movies that took place and came out that, that decade. So with that said, let's get into my top five list for my favorite movies favorite Christmas movies that came out in the 90s. Starting off with a movie that I was blown away with. This is a movie that I had heard about obviously many times. I had never watched this movie until preparing for this list. So this was a first time watch. And I loved this movie. Also, 
realize the criticisms people had of this movie uh, that kept me from watching this movie for so long. Uh, but I was maybe because I was prepared for the criticisms that they didn't bother me as much. Uh, or maybe because it was, you know, it, it has a 90s feel to it that it fit with the the overall grouping of movies that I've been watching anyway. Uh, but that movie coming in at number five, my fifth favorite 90s Christmas movie is Jack Frost from 1998. Uh, there apparently is another two Jack Frost movies. This is the Michael Keaton snowman movie. Uh, which I remember the criticism being the snowman is very creepy. I will agree. The snowman is very creepy. However, I don't care. I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, Jack is the name of Michael Keaton's character. He's a member of a band. He's the lead singer of a band uh, living in a town in Colorado outside of Denver, I believe. And uh, so he's a cool dad. Uh, you know, his wife is accepting of his career as a musician. It is one of the few 90s movies where the parents aren't divorced. Uh, divorced parents was a huge aspect of movies in the 90s. A lot of movies are dealing with either parents getting a divorce or already divorced, sharing custody. This was an example of a family that was happy and together and a, a cool dad that the wife was supportive of and, uh, you know, a, a kind of a loving structure. Obviously, the kid a little depressed that he didn't get doesn't get to spend as much time with his dad, but still has a lot of fun. The rapport he has with his kid. Great movie. Heartwarming. He has a gig. It's like, oh, this this label, they want to sign you, but you need to do a performance. They're getting all these bands to do a performance on Christmas Eve in their Aspen getaway, right? They need to see you perform before they decide. And it's their big shot, right? You're going to get signed to a label. Finally, after all of these years, this is what he's been working towards. And, of course, his wife is super supportive. Of course, his kid isn't very stoked about this because he's he's flaking on plans. They were going to go camping and spend Christmas together in the cabin, and he's leaving to go do this thing, which the kid kind of understands but is clearly upset with it. And on the trip to this gig, Jack decides this isn't what I want to do. If they want to sign us, they've heard us, they can sign us, but we're not going to be jumping through any hoops. The band was on board, right? So he's not like pissing off anybody on his band. His band was like, thank God we didn't want to go either. And he goes to go spend time with his family and on the trip gets in a car accident and dies. A year later, his kid makes a wish and plays the magical harmonica that his dad gave him uh, as a gift, saying that any time he played the harmonica, he would hear it and, and come, come to him, right? A sweet thing that he gave his kid before he died. And so the year next Christmas, the kid plays the harmonica, magic happens, and the snowman that the kid built, right, that was a tradition that he would build a snowman with his dad, built one by himself and the snowman comes alive with the spirit of his dad and is his buddy 
love it. I absolutely love it. So a lot of this movie is the kid, everybody thinking he's crazy, talking to the snowman, bringing the snowman around town with him. Uh, nobody else knows that the snowman is alive, right? But he can see it. His hockey coach is Henry Rollins, which is crazy. Uh, I don't, it has some fun 90s music. It also has a thing that was featured in Elf that I don't know if came from this movie or is maybe uh, a trope in Christmas movies uh, before this. But, uh, of course, being a snowman, Jack Frost is able to throw snowballs with reckless abandon, uh, being like a, a snowball machine gun at some points, because what happens in this town is that there's snowball wars, which is fun. Like, it's so fun. The the town is great, right? It's in Colorado, like near Denver. It made me miss living in Denver. It made me miss the snow. It was like a fun story of this kid, this cool dad and this kid and like he loses his dad and his friend the the bandmate is like helps out with the family. It's like I love every aspect and it's like a marriage where it's not like in most other movies if he like the wife would have been like in so many movies the wife is like the the villain right if mrs doubtfire she's horrible in uh god what is the other one there's 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 other ones that i reviewed and watched recently where dealing with divorce and it's like a fun dad and then the mom is kind of like the the curmudgeon this one i love that she's like loving and supportive of his career as a musician as a struggling musician uh just so much fun i really enjoyed this movie and a movie that i never watched because i always heard the snowman is creepy and i also didn't know that there was an actual like horror movie that has the same name that came out around the same time either like a couple years before a couple years after like right around this time that this one came out which i haven't watched that but i could have also been hearing criticisms about that movie thinking it's this movie but after watching this movie it is a a classic that i will definitely go back to every year so that is why it's on this list it was actually higher on the list but as i watched movies it hung on it was one i wanted to be on this list because i enjoyed it so much it was a great find for me personally uh and one i would highly recommend that's why it's here at number five jack frost from 1998 starring uh michael keaton which is just so great it's such a fun movie uh so moving on to my fourth favorite christmas movie from the 90s this is a classic christmas story a movie that's been remade multiple times and a great movie uh the multiple versions i've seen uh, this might be my favorite version of this story possibly i haven't watched i don't think i've watched all of the different versions all of the remakes but it's definitely one uh, at this point, my favorite. And uh, this movie, coming in at number four from the year 1994, is the movie Miracle on 34th Street. This is a movie that has, obviously, it's uh, about a woman who has a daughter. She has a job. This woman has a job at a department store and is part of the Thanksgiving Day Parade, Christmas Parade as it were and on the day of the parade the santa that was hired is drunk and belligerent 
and there's a short minute notice, a uh, short last minute replacement of a new Santa, and this is a Santa that is the real Santa to play the version of the Santa and later is hired by the department store to be their store Santa as well. And this woman has a kid who's young and has been told that Santa is fake and it's, you know, living in the reality no longer, despite being a young kid, doesn't believe in all that mumbo jumbo. And the actress that plays this little girl is so good. Um, I guess it's not going to tell me it's uh susan walker mara wilson is that the name of the kid it's hard to see on imdb because i'm sure they're all older she's also the girl in uh matilda i want to say let me dig here the love interest is dillick mcdermott which i like the way it's set up more in this movie than um in the other versions of this movie. Let me check really quick here. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Where is this? Oh, it's way, way, tons of TV. Okay. Is this Matilda? Mrs. Doubtfire? Yeah. She's also the girl in Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, Matilda. So the actress, Mara Wilson, plays the little girl. Great actress, right? Playing the, the kid that's past her age. She's like, acts so mature, right? Doesn't believe which, you know, in all these different versions of this movie, to varying degree, the kids are believable. This one, very believable. Great performance by her. Uh, also, unlike the very first uh, Miracle on 34th Street, the relationship that, uh, that this neighbor has, there are, she, he's already dating uh, her mom. So when he's hanging out with his girl, not as crazy as the previous versions of this film where it's just some random neighbor hanging out with this young child in order to meet the mother very weird society is so weird back in the 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 early 1900s um but this movie's great her performance is great the santa's great uh the change in the story in the first one it's Santa is crazy and the, they has to go to court to prove that he's not crazy. And in this one, he intentionally fails a psych evaluation when he gets arrested for, for uh, hitting the old Santa that provoked him. Right? So he's like, nobody believes in me. I'm just going to fail it on purpose. And Dermot Mulroney is the, uh, or Dylan McDermott <laughs> is a lawyer and he, decides to defend to prove in a court of law that this man is the original santa claus great movie i love this movie i love the way it ends you know it's a movie that's like proving santa it's a movie that's like re reinvigorating a family's uh christmas spirit right in a lot of ways elf does a very similar thing uh but a lot of fun heartwarming movie i really enjoyed it and my favorite version of that story that I've seen. I think there's one or two other versions that I haven't seen, but uh, I like the the tweaks they made to it. Um, so coming in at number four is Miracle on 34th Street, 
from 1994. Let's take a little break from the show to promote. I figured out a way on my website to offer prints for every single painting. So if you go to a painting, you can buy the original painting or you can buy a print for everything. Artwork that you don't want to spend $100 plus on nine by 12 inch ink painting on paper, $100 for the original one of a kind piece of artwork. Paintings range in price depending on their size. The eight by 10 print, $20. Available in the store at inspireddisorder.com. And now let's get back to the show. Moving on to my third favorite Christmas movie from the 90s. I mean, this is a classic, not that Miracle on 34, not that Jack Frost isn't a classic, uh, but this one's a classic, and it's one that I almost hesitated putting on the list at all. Despite it being a movie that I grew up watching when it came out, huge fan of it, uh, still a fan of it, but on some level, I, I don't know why it never really felt like a Christmas movie to me. Technically, it is, obviously. Um, but it definitely is a movie for this time of year. It is a movie that clearly is a Christmas movie. It's not like Die Hard or anything. But that movie, coming in at 1993, my favorite Christmas movie from the 90s, my third favorite Christmas movie from the 90s, is The Nightmare Before Christmas. I mean... You know, a movie that's titled Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, despite the fact that he didn't direct it. He was a producer. He definitely inspired the aesthetics of uh, the movie, but uh, not somebody. He created the story and the characters, but not didn't direct it. It was directed by Henry uh, Selleck, who, from what I've heard, has kind of been closed out of all of the... He hasn't really benefited from directing this movie uh, as much as he should have. Uh, I, th I think it's also the first movie that uh, features Danny Elfman as making the music. Um, the songs are great, right? I always, like, in my memory, it feels so much like a Halloween movie. But the story is these characters from Halloween land invading Christmas land, right? To want to get that new feeling. It's almost like a Grinch type of a movie in a way. Where he, except for he's Jack Skellington's trying to get the feelings of Christmas and to try and understand what those feelings are. Definitely a fish out of water. Somebody that comes from Halloween land going into the saccharine nature of Christmas land. So I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun and I enjoyed watching it and it's great stop motion as well. It's a great dark Christmas movie. Um, and you know, like, there's darkness in Christmas movies. I mean, even A Christmas Story with Ebenezer Scrooge is a horror movie, right? The dude is terrified and haunted by ghosts throughout that movie and scared into being a better person. So I think there is a history that ties an element of horror with Christmas and... Halloween kind of being that holiday that represents horror in a lot of ways uh, makes sense why these two and being so close to each other on the calendar, Halloween and Christmas, it's it's kind of a great movie and it's a classic for a reason. And I, I couldn't not keep it on this list. I mean, I'm sure people will be there first. They're number one. Maybe not. But for for me, it's my number three for personal 
because it's definitely one that I remember watching a ton growing up. I never got into, I was never a fan of this movie in the same way people that like purchased Hot Topic merch from, like it didn't become my identity. It wasn't, The Nightmare Before Christmas didn't become my personality like it did for a lot of people in the 90s, but I did enjoy the movie. I did like it, and uh, the stop-motion aspect of it is great as well, which also stop-motion is very, like there are some classic Christmas movies that and specials that utilize stop-motion that are, you know, just classic stop-motion pieces of work, and uh, this one I think is a great addition to that tradition as well. Uh, but yeah, coming in at number three, The Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, where Halloween invades Christmas. Some great songs, some great stop motion, uh, and a dark look at uh, the Christmas holiday. Uh, coming in at number two, moving on to my second favorite 90s Christmas movie. This is a movie, another one that I loved. I grew up, watched this all of the time, loved it don't i may have seen the sequels to this maybe i don't really remember it but it has sequels uh but the original movie this this movie that's coming in at number two the original movie from that fr what became a franchise of films uh which the franchise the later sequels didn't come out in the 90s this one came out same year as the nightmare before christmas 1994 actually did it that was 93. So the same year as uh, Miracle on 34th Street. This movie came out in 1994. Coming in at number two is The Santa Claus. Like, I understand Tim Allen culturally in society, maybe not. He's a little problematic. I get that, right? Conservative, whatever. A lot of old comedians, sadly, tend to go that direction versus the George Carlin direction. Um, but I loved Home Alone growing up. I was a huge Home Alone kid. I had all of the haircuts that those kids had. Uh, there was another Home Alone uh, cast member that had a movie that I watched that almost made this list. But Tim Allen with the Santa Claus is a Stone Cold classic. I love this movie. I still love this movie. It's so funny. Like, and it, it like does a creative way of like explaining the logistics of Santa, like how does Santa get into homes that don't have chimneys? How does he deliver to places all around the world? It's like, well, most people don't celebrate Christmas, so you don't have to go to those places. You get to see the crazy amount of boxes that get shipped to his house when he has to go over the list. Uh, you get to see him struggle with his body turning into a Santa Claus body. Uh, all of the catchphrases from this movie, I remember. They are embedded in my head. You get to see the joy of his kid helping him out and even helping him out, like, redesign when he goes back the next year to deliver gifts as Santa for the first time, legitimately Santa, and having the kid, like, help out retrofit the sleigh with an extra booster because, uh, you know, it's not flying as well. You get to see the elves, the special task force the elves put together to break Santa out of jail when he gets arrested. This is another one with divorce and the fun dad and the wife who has a new st the stepdad who's this you know, almost like Miracle on 34th Street, doesn't believe in fantasy stuff, 
trying to convince this kid that Santa's not real. Meanwhile, his dad becomes Santa. Uh, it's just a great, a great fun. And even the, the stepdad, uh, judge Reinhold is great as well. When, you know, they, they all kind of warm up to what happens and allowing him to stay in his kid's life. I love it. I love this movie so much. It's so much fun. It's, you know, the, the world that it builds for, for the North pole is great. All of the jokes. I think Tim Allen, Tim Allen was funny, man. He was funny in Home Alone. He's funny in this movie. I haven't seen the sequels to this movie. There's a series based on this on Disney Plus that I haven't checked out. Surprising that they would continue considering the problematic nature of Tim Allen. Uh, he's great in Toy Story as well. It's like the dude was funny. His political views may have skewed a little right-leaning over the years, but that's just something... Sadly, we see with rich white dudes, uh, and it, it's it's a bummer. But I still am a huge fan of this movie. That is why it's at number two. This is a movie, one of my favorite movies I loved watching. I've watched this so many times. I know the catchphrases. I know the words. It doesn't matter. If the movie's on, I know what somebody's going to say before they're going to say it, and I love it. I, I really do love this movie. It's one of the movies that has that nostalgia thing that really brings me back to the time watching this movie feeling those feelings of christmas and having those joyful warm hearted it makes my heart feel less uh cold and dead uh so that's why coming in number two is the santa claus let's take a little break from the show to promote the benefits of inspired disorder plus so you go inspireddisorder.com slash plus sign up five dollars a month you get to binge the full week of the ray taylor show ad free you get to watch all of the live painting videos i do you get a special members only discount and deals for all of the artwork and merch that i sell you also get the complete podcast back catalog of every podcast i've ever produced hundreds of episodes countless different podcasts you also get access to my personal blog a new blog comes out every week in addition to that you get my creative writing that i'm releasing you also get access to asking me anything 14 years of experience podcasting i've been creating art my entire life i've been using photoshop since middle school and you can contact me to ask me questions about that or anything else so those are the benefits for signing up for inspired disorder plus and now let's get back to the show moving on to my favorite this is one that i assumed would be at number one when i looked over the movies and saw all the options the potential movies that could be on this list i was like this one's most likely going to be at number one unless something comes crazy out of nowhere which jack frost kind of did didn't expect that to be on the list at all and bam is number five uh, but this one coming in at number one, my all time favorite movie from the nineties. This one came out in the year 1990 coming in at number one, my favorite movie from the 90 Christmas movie from the nineties home alone, the Macaulay Culkin juggernaut of a movie, the movie that somehow spawned five sequels which next week I will be ranking my top five Home Alone movies. I watched all six Home Alone movies. Uh, but this one is my favorite 90s Home Alone. The second Home Alone also came out in the 90s. Didn't, don't like that one as much as this one. This is my spoilers for next week's top five. Home Alone is ranked above Home Alone 2. 
but there are some surprises next week. I got to tell you, there are some surprises with how I rank those Home Alone movies, which is a crazy franchise. Uh, but this one, it is like every kid's fantasy to have the home, your home to yourself. I didn't have the chaos that that uh, Macaulay Culkin's character has uh, growing up with a big family. Everybody, the the craziness that's going on. I didn't grow up in a gigantic house. I didn't grow up with like actual snow outside. Uh, but that kind of feeling of this kid, this eight year old kid that's that's left home alone and uh, is able to eat junk food all he wants, is able to eat the the R-rated movies that nobody watches him, uh, wa- let him watch. He, he playing with his toys, using the house as as his whole toy uh, emporium, uh, and then also seeing him grow up, kind of learn responsibility, and then having to defend the home when you see the sticky ban- or the soggy bandits, the wet bandits, uh, come to invade Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. Uh, come to invade the house they're robbing all the houses on the block and and it's up to kevin McAllister to to defend the home and obviously all of the booby traps were amazing the slapstick comedy in this movie is great seeing those two actors get destroyed in this movie so much fun still has kind of a level of groundedness versus some of the sequels it gets really cartoonish which slapstick comedy can do, which there's parts of this, parts of this movie definitely. There's definitely a lot of head trauma that would have uh, would have had some some lasting effects. But uh, God, it's such a great movie. It's heartwarming having his mom try and get there. It's almost like a planes, trains, and automobiles for her story. You have the family that's in Paris, right? You have just this this kind of it's like a fantasy for a kid to have all of the the access that you would have as an adult but all of the fun of being a kid the creepy neighbor that you know ends up being somebody that's turns into which happens in the second movie as well where it's like there's this creepy neighbor where he at at first he has uh prejudice towards thinks that they're evil and then once he gets to know him they're like amazing people that help protect him, that help him survive. So great. Um, great performance from Macaulay Culkin. One of many child performances like Miracle on 34th Street where you have a kid uh, really acting above his age uh, or their age in general. And so much fun, right? From the, the fake party that he throws to make it seem like his family didn't go out of town. Uh, to the movie clips that were the fake movie clips that he played to scare the pizza delivery guy or to scare the 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 soggy the wet bandits um every aspect of this movie is so much fun i had i love watching it and is my favorite christmas movie from the 90s hands down it is a stone cold classic i believe it's the most successful christmas movie i don't know if that's still the case but uh, it's a record-breaking movie for a reason, and uh, so great. And probably, I mean, Christopher Columbus, a guy that you know started this franchise, started the Harry Potter franchise. Like, it's a, a director that you know, despite not necessarily being well known for 
you know, he's not like a Spielberg. He's not like one of the big names in directing. He's definitely been part of some huge monumental movies and franchises, and uh, it, it's crazy. And, of course, John Hughes writing the screenplay. He wrote the screenplay for this one. He wrote the screenplay for the first three, and there is a precipitous drop in quality over the th- these three first three movies. But I'll, I'll talk more about that next week when I rank my top five Home Alone movies, which was a crazy franchise to go through. But this week... I enjoyed it. Home Alone sitting at the number one spot from 1990. Movies that didn't make the list. Obviously, Home Alone 2. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous that the these guys that got arrested in this first movie somehow end up in New York by coincidence, the same place in New York as Kevin McAllister, right? They both somehow end up in New York, and the, the, com- the slapstickness, little bit more the the way the hotel is so into his business like nobody would care in a hotel nobody would investigate nobody would be trying to figure out this kid like they do in the hotel and plus donald trump is uh i don't he may have been cut out in the version i watched but either way the talk man is fun that was a fun little toy that they i'm sure sold a pretty good amount uh out from it's a talk. It's a talk man commercial, really. Uh, Home Alone two, not horrible, but definitely not. It, it's a lot of the same beats as the first one, but just not necessarily as good. Uh, I'll be home for Christmas is the other uh, Christmas movie from a Home Alone actor. Uh, this one, I think, was it Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I think is the kid's name. Fun movie. Never watched it. Kind of a Disney movie. Uh, he's got to drive across country plans on driving across country with his girlfriend i think jessica alba uh to go visit his family if he does his dad's going to give him this porsche or whatever um but he flakes he ends up getting kidnapped by other classmates who he's kind of screwed over and he gets ditched in the desert somewhere and he has to uh hitchhike his way across the country to get to his parents for christmas uh, and then meanwhile, his girlfriend is going on a road trip with some other dude that she doesn't like. Uh, but it's a fun. It's like a road trip movie. It's He's funny. It's a fun actor. I enjoyed the movie. I actually was surprised how much I liked it. And, of course, as he goes along the way doing all these different things to try and make it across the country, uh, he becomes a better person. Right. He's he just uh, he, he, he becomes a better and becomes a better boyfriend and all that stuff. So a sweet movie. I enjoyed it uh, while you were sleeping. Obviously, a fun rom com, interesting rom com. Uh, Sandra Bullock. Great in that uh, kind of miscommunication, misunderstanding type of a movie. Uh, you have Preacher's Wife, which I didn't know was a remake of The Bishop's Wife, which I've watched the original recently. Preacher's Wife is great. Um you know, you got Whitney Houston, amazing. She's a gr- she was a great actress. I don't I don't know if I saw many things from her, but she was great. You also have Denzel Washington as the angel that comes down to help save a church. Um, a fun movie. I I did enjoy it, but I prefer Christmas movies that don't have as much religion in it, which is very obviously a very religious. Uh, there's religious aspects to it, so. Would have been great. Could easily have been in the number five, but uh, 
you know, Denzel Washington, Washington and Whitney Houston, so great. And you get to see hear Whitney sing and absolutely gorgeous voice. Great actress. Denzel, great actor. Um, and a good movie. I did enjoy that movie. So that was a, a definitely a, a honorable mention. Uh, Batman Returns. I do enjoy it. One of my favorite Batman movies, but not I wouldn't even though it takes place during Christmas, I wouldn't. It's not enough of a Christmas movie for me to put it on this list. And I don't like it's because of that. It wasn't like it doesn't. It has to get me an aspect of Christmas movies has to get me in that Christmas mood has to awaken my dark heart. And that movie kind of is at the same temperature and uh, and uh, darkness level as my heart, uh, despite it being a, my favorite of the Tim Burton Batman movies. Uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol was fun. Not my favorite Christmas Carol version of Christmas Carol, but it's a fun uh, movie. Jingle All the Way, I did not like. It wasn't a movie that I grew up uh, watching a lot, but it's it's a movie about about the worst parts of capitalism, <laughs> about the worst parts of Christmas, where buying the popular toy is the thing. Uh, also, the fact that his family doesn't recognize his their dad, Arnold Schwarzenegger, in the costume of this superhero toy is ridiculous. It is the least believable thing in the world. Uh, but yeah, that was not going to make my list. And then Mixed Nuts, I, I watched, and it's just like I see why it doesn't really hold up. It, it's 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 got its own things but it's it wasn't going to make this list and then there was a bunch of movies that i did just didn't get a chance to watch or didn't have access to but i don't think they would have made it anyway uh but yeah those are the honorable mentions one more time let me go through my list this is my top five 90s christmas movies starting off with number five is jack frost from 1998 starring michael keaton Number four is Miracle on 34th Street. Number three is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Number two is The Santa Claus. And my number one favorite 90s Christmas movie is Home Alone. Let me know how you would rank your favorite 90s Christmas movies. Is there a movie that I didn't mention that you think is amazing that I should watch and I should check it out? Please let me know. How would you rank these movies? Would they be on your list? How would you rank is, is Home Alone number one? I would love to hear it. Hit me up on social media or let me know in the comments. Uh, and uh, have a happy and wonderful holiday season. And uh, enjoy your Christmas movies. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.